0: Hey guys, welcome to The Debrief with Pastor Matt Brown, my homie, my brother from another yes. mother, with another color, come on, that's Pastor Matt. Hey, this is The Debrief, I'm Jeff, I'm your host, and today we are so excited for this Debrief. we got a lot going on, but Pastor Matt's gonna let you know just a little bit what you might be ready for if you're watching.
1: Yeah, so just so you guys know, today is uh, highly political. Once mm-hmm. again, I work really hard at keeping our pulpit free from politics. Yes. This show is diving yeah. into that, so if right. you're easily offended, highly partisan, this might not be for you. I am going to go off on a couple of rants. Um, I will mention some politicians by name, Joe Biden, Joe Biden Kamala Harris, Donald Trump. Um, you know, I try to be fair and balanced, but the reality is, you know, it doesn't always come across completely right, sure. 100 balance. So please don't like dictate time, right. how long I talked about one issue or right. the other. I try to free flow, you know, this is, this is not political talking no. points, you right. know, where no. I'm just no. literally repeat, repeating a couple yeah. of phrases, sure. but I'm trying to answer yep. your questions. And yep. so listen today with a heart of grace,
0: Thank you, hoping to yes.
1: understand and just know that good people yes. can have different opinions, about the same issue. And so I I know that's hard, but I think that's the place that we need to get to. And we can be passionate about our disagreements, but we have to love one another. Another. So thank you for tuning in today. I hope that it it challenges you, but it doesn't offend you. Right. Come on. All that,
0: all that coming up next on The the Debrief. debrief. Come on. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the debrief with Pastor Matt Brown, yes. Pastor Matt, lead pastor of Sandals Church. We are so excited to be here. Okay, I'm just gonna jump right on in, Pastor Matt. I have yeah. to tell you, man, I've been in church my entire life. Mm-hmm. I've been pastoring for a while. I've heard a lot of messages. My man, my brother, this this message, whose side has God on? Yeah, I mean it was amazing. So you recorded here in the studio. I was sitting right over there. And uh, you remember, as soon as you said, amen, it was done, I I stood up and I applauded. Oh, thank you. Because I don't don't remember that. (laughs) 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 Because I'm telling you, I have not only was like, man, this is one of the best messages I've ever heard, but it's such a timely message. This is what we all need to hear. So if yeah. you can just kind of do a quick recap of what that message was all about. Yeah. Whose so the, so, so the
1: whole idea for those of you who didn't watch or listen is, I think we get pitted in this. And some of your guys' questions are today, you know, whose side is God on, Democrat yeah, or Republican? Right, yeah. And and oftentimes as believers, we're, we're kind of forced into one camp or the other, right. uh, and then shamed if we find ourselves right. in the wrong camp. Yeah, yeah. And so the whole idea of that is just that God is always on his side and God is doing His things, yep. and so even if we may find ourselves agreeing morally with one side that seems to be more Christian than the other side, God God may be on the other side because okay. He's doing something we don't yep. understand. Sure. Yep. You know, God doesn't just work in the lives of His people. Yep. He works in the lives of his enemies yeah, that's right. and, and, that's and he right. works in the lives of atheists who yeah, don't even believe they right. exists to accomplish right. his purpose and yeah, goal that's awesome. uh you know the bible says many are the plans of a man's heart yep. but it is the lord's purpose that prevails Vails. and so you know so much of what i'm trying to do yeah. is, is not saying don't be active don't vote i think that you should vote and be active mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but what's happening in our country and again i challenge people to google this and, and just go back as 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 early as uh bill clinton against george bush senior the voting is so much more minimal in terms of the votes today. Right, right. I mean, we, we are headed towards, I, I think, soon that either Donald Trump or Joe Biden could have as many votes as, for example, uh, Clinton and Dole combined. Right. Yeah. Wow. Really? Right. I mean, the, the, that, that many people are voting. Right. And so okay. when we, we keep running around saying vote changes things. Well, yeah. and that, But that's not always good. Um, and it also heightens anxiety because we feel yep. like this vote, yep. right? Like my whole life and future hinges on this and both sides saying that, yeah. right? Both sides saying the other side's the devil. And <laughs> you know, if you don't vote, you're going to elect <laughs> right, the devil. Right. And that mm. becomes problematic. And wow. so it's just really looking at it. And in that passage in Joshua five, uh, Joshua, whose name, he's the first person who's named after God. Okay. He has the personal name of God, Yah, okay. in front of his name. Yeah. I believe he meets Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus is the commander of the Lord's armies. And I don't know why people don't just say that it's God because, because mm. Joseph falls on his face and worships yeah, him right, right. instantly. And, and the commander doesn't stop it. Right. So yeah. whenever it's an angel, they said, no, 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 right. don't worship us. Interesting. We're just a messenger. He doesn't stop it. Right. And, Joshua instantly calls him, him his servant, servant, you know, and, and what does Joshua seek to become? A servant like Moses was wow. a servant to the Lord. I'm your servant. Right. I'm so your, he's right. now encountered God okay. for the first time. Yeah. And he says, you know, take off your sandals, sandals church. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, because you're standing on holy, holy ground. ground. And hmm. it's just such a powerful moment. Man, that's good. And I think we all need to think about that. Like when, when my wife and I are fighting. You know so much of, of what's happening in politics is just a breakdown of relationship. Yep, absolutely. When well, my wife and I are fighting, right? Yeah. Who's right? Who's wrong? Yeah. Well, the question is, who, who's on whose side is God on? Well, no, no. Am I on God's side? Wow. And so God is for my marriage you know, and, and instead of wanting to win the argument with my wife, I want to make sure that I'm in step with who God's yeah. called me Amen. to be. Amen. And uh, that's, you know, you're married. That's yeah, not always easy to do no, right. when you're, uh, you're in conflict with your spouse, with your kids, mm-hmm. with your parents, with mm-hmm. your neighbor, yeah. with someone at work, with yeah. someone at church. Yeah. I mean, this is the challenge of Christianity is how to be at peace with one's neighbor. Right. right. It's, And that's why Paul says work at it, right? Because it's work. Work. And I think so many of us as Christians think, well, if it's hard, it must not be God's will. So I'm not going to do this. And, um, you know, I'm not saying, again, that you shouldn't have political leanings. I'm not saying, like, issues like abortion. And I want to talk about that actually. I think we need to reframe that discussion. I think that will better help, particularly women who, I mean, right. Sex, sex is equal, but out, the outcome is not equal. Yeah. Because you and I didn't carry babies. Right. No. And so, uh, you know, we get to participate in the fun part, but we don't, we don't do any of the work <laughs> <No>. after that. <laughs> and so you I think we we need to reframe yeah, that argument good. Good. to better communicate what yes, we mean. Absolutely. Um, so there are issues like abortion where we're very clearly, yeah. um, I, I think God has a side because God cares for mm-hmm. uh, the unborn, and I actually mm-hmm. think the Fourteenth Amendment in the Constitution that set slaves free okay. i think that actually is the greatest constitutional argument for pro life because it says that the government shall not infringe upon life liberty or you know yet, or any person right. within the united states and so what the 14th amendment is trying to do right is st- is stand up for the person without a voice right. well, what's a fetus without a voice the only one in the room without a, yeah. without a voice and so um You know. Now, having said that, if you're a pro-choice woman, look, I'm not looking for coat hangers and back alleys. I'm not looking for that either, but I do think that we need to reframe the argument. I'll go ahead and just jump in because this isn't in the thing. I think the mistake that we've made as Christians is we ask, when does life begin? And what I would ask ask every woman is this, when does motherhood begin? And I think motherhood begins at conception. Your body begins to change and it begins reworking everything about you to produce this child. And so as a mother... Hmm. Like, right, you were a woman who had sex, and hopefully that was your choice. You know, rape and incest, that's a whole other discussion. Sure. I refuse to be thrown into that, yep. the, the absolutist sure, argument. Sure. But you you, you, you—you you were a woman who had sex, but now that you've had sex, you've become a mother. Mm. I believe motherhood begins at conception. Mm. And mm. what I would ask you as a mother yeah. who believes in God, what would God have you do as a mother? What's the first step? Yeah. And I want you to know this week uh, at church, actually this okay. weekend, um, I saw a young woman mm-hmm. in our church. Um, we developed a professional relationship. Yep. And I don't want to say anything other than that, just okay. because I don't want to give away who she is. Sure, sure. She, you know, she made a mistake, yeah, single sure. young gal in sure. her twenties, right? Our bodies, sure. you know, we're, we're made for intimacy. Sure. Uh, and, and she, she had sex uh, with somebody who wasn't her husband. And she was, she got pregnant and whole life ahead of her. Right. Had a, had a great future academically, professionally, all lined up, got pregnant. And that, you know, that, it, that became a real challenge.
0: Yeah.
1: And I saw her this weekend holding a beautiful baby boy. Come on, come on, man. And I, I immediately went right That's towards right. her. And if she's listening, mm-hmm. I, she knows I went right towards her. And I was so proud of her yeah. that, you know, you don't fix a bad choice by making a worse choice. Yeah. And I'm so grateful and I want every woman to know that my mother really wrestled with whether or not to have me. And, uh, I've have her permission to share this story, but she really considered abortion. Wow. You know, I'm a child of the seventies, wow, right? Wow! And so my mom could have taken the life of your pastor. I want you to think about that. My mom. And I praise God that she made the right choice. Yes, the reason yes. my name is Matthew Matan in Hebrew means gift. And that's why my name means gift from god yeah because that's what every child is and you know if you're a woman who's had an abortion life's not over but we need to talk about you know we 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 don't fix the future morals of our country by by covering our sin that never goes well we're going to get to that when we cover aiken right right? Right. because because he's coming come on and we got to uncover it and say look this is what we've done and um so what we need to do is we need to say look we believe that motherhood. Begins Motherhood. at conception. And so then we have to develop policies and programs mm. to help women yeah. in those instances so it's not yeah. derailing of their career or of their right. life in that situation. Amen. Amen, um, Matt. You know, and then, um, hmm. you know, and... Uh, I mean, I think that that's absolutely important. I am, I am not Catholic in my yeah, theology. Sure. I do believe in birth control sure. and I do think that those things are okay. And people say, well, the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply." I think we did that. Yeah. I think we're good. There's sure, right, a billion was, of us. Right, yeah. uh, I feel like we've, let, let's move on to some things like kindness, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like we handled yeah, multiplication. Got you. So I, I think that family planning and birth control, yeah. I think those, those things are okay. For me, there's yeah. a difference when we have a baby,
0: yeah.
1: when, there's, when, when, when a sperm and an egg meet. Yeah that's when motherhood begins. Mm. And I was so proud of this young woman in our church who came to church, I'm not kidding you. This little boy was so beautiful. I love it. And, um, you know, and then right after her, I went and prayed with a family who can't have kids, a husband and wife weeping. I kid you not. Right. Wow. Like, would do anything for a baby. Yes. Yeah. And I've walked with them for years through this. And because of COVID, we haven't seen each other for six months, just tears in their eyes want so desperately to love a baby, yeah. you know? And I mean, that's a thing, right? Yeah, um, right. It is. I mean, so many families, so your many. mistake, your sin could literally become the greatest come blessing on, come on, in come somebody's on, life. Come on, and so, on. um, you know, I love, I love, you know, you ladies, I realize that sex means different things. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's why you don't hear me talking about you know equality all the time because I think we're we're equal in in terms of God's love for us, mm-hmm. but He did not create us the same. No. So I don't think equal means same. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that we need to realize as men, sex means something very different for yeah. me in terms of lifetime than it means for a woman. And right. So we have to be very very careful right. in that. Yeah. And so, ladies, I love you. Um, you know, I love you no matter what you do. Man. But but I believe. Uh, and I, I'm I'm passionate about being pro-life, and, and obviously yeah, I'm biased yes. because yes. I could not be here, yeah. because Amen. my mom had a choice, yeah. and she chose me, yeah. and so I would just pray, you know, when does motherhood begin?
0: Yeah,
1: right. And so I, I think for women, uh, I think you become a mother yeah. the moment you become pregnant. Amen. And uh, and Amen. that that's me, and that's what drives me crazy about the religious right. I just I don't I don't think we argue well. I just don't. Uh, you know, An sometimes advice. I can agree with somebody. I'm on the same side, and what's coming out of their mouth, I'm like, I, uh, I, I, I need get you to. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Get you. yeah. Man, uh, my so Hebrew good. word this week was sh'tut. 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 Nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. That's, the word. that's stut. Stut. nonsense. That's a bunch stut. of sh'tut. Stute. Well, well, that was
0: not nonsense. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Pastor Matt, because I know that there are many women out there who are wondering, who are thinking. I think you kind of just—you um, were able to articulate that in a way that I think a lot of our uh, viewers, listeners, need to hear. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to abortion. So I love that.
1: Yeah. Sequester. Way to start off the show on a light topic. Come on, but hey, but that's that—that's what you do. Yeah. And you mom, know. if you're listening, I love you. Amen. Thank you for Amen. having Amen.
0: me. Amen. Thank I you. I know she gets super teary-eyed every time right. I talk about it. Mamas, where would we be? Um, I have a question for you, if that's okay. Can yeah. I jump into something? Um, not that one. I got a question for you. Can you take that slide off? Thank Whoa. you. Whoa, we're, so, we're going off the rails. So um, I got a question for you, Pastor Matt. Mm. So when it comes to the Old Testament and New Testament, uh, this is something that I've been wrestling with for a while. I would probably say ever mm. since I was in seminary and just as I read the Old Testament, there's some just difficult things in the Old Testament. Mm. Um, and so, but that's, Hey, but that's that's the word of God. You know, just period. Mm -hmm. Um, it seems like the old testament leans more on a conservative side. Right. And when I read the New Testament, it seems like it leans more on a liberal side. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's your thinking out there, but that's something that I have been thinking and process for a long time. In fact, my wife and I, we'd like to say, um, because the uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament, that's the Bible. That's God's right, words, yeah, period. And so, but somebody that my wife and I would always, uh, we always say when someone asks us, are you conservative or liberal? Well, my heart is liberal, but my mind is conservative. Mm. And so I don't know, like, would you say that's 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 what the Bible is? It, it's a conservative, then switch it to liberal. Um, do you think that there's other people out there, like my wife and I, who feel Mm. like, man, I'm not really on a side? Right. I sometimes are on both sides.
1: Yeah, I think, so here's what I think is. I think in the Old Testament, the people of Israel are wild. Okay, and so God is conservative because He's trying to teach them new morals and structures. I think in the New Testament, Paul okay. and Jesus seem liberal because now what we have is is over a thousand years of living under these laws and we've become hyper conservative okay. and problematic and okay. they've worshiped the law over the person.
0: And Got so I you. think Jesus Got has you.
1: to create a liberal framework. But what he's not saying right. is the law is bad. What he's what he's challenging is your interpretation. Of the law, okay. so when he says, okay. "You've heard it said, yes. but I say but to I you," say, yes. so what he what, what he's challenging is here. Here's the purpose of the law, which is why the greatest commandment is so important. What's What's the most important thing, Jesus? Well, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law yeah. can be summarized in these two ideas. So, so that's where I go from is from those two points. You know, do I love God and do I love my neighbor? Mm. And so, yeah. like this week, you talk about the Old Testament being conservative. This week, we're going to talk about Rahab. Right oh. So the Ten Commandments, thou right. shalt not commit adultery. Okay. She's prostitute. right. So she's guilty right. of that. But it also says thou shalt not lie. She lies mm. Mm. and is put in, right. put in Hebrews chapter 11, because if she tells the truth, the spies captured. Yeah. are murdered and right. captured. Yeah. Yeah. right. And so so it becomes a very, very difficult thing. So, so we have to understand God's law, you know, but if, if uh, Nazis are knocking on my door and let's say you're Jewish and I'm hiding you, right? And I have to choose between mm. lying to the officials mm. or knowing that you're going to be carried off yeah. to death, right? That's a tough situation. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where I have to filter all of God's law through, love God with all your heart, okay. soul, mind, and strength. And I have to love my neighbor yeah, as myself. I so. Okay, And so good. Okay. I, I have to interpret it through that way. So I think that some things are more conservative in the Old Testament. But I think w- when we think of liberality in the New Testament, j- just remind yourself of this right. for everybody who's listening. Okay. Jesus is only challenging Jewish laws and, and, and patterns and behaviors that he disagrees with. Okay. Right? So okay. if you're homosexual, Jesus never talks about homosexuality. Why? It's not something that he disagreed with. It, the Jewish people were right on that Interesting. issue. Interesting. So he only challenges them when they strain at a gnat and swallow yep. a camel. Yep. He only challenges them when Moses gave you a certificate for divorce because of the hardness of your heart, not because that was God's right, will. Yeah. So what he pushes against is where the Jews are wrong. Yeah. Then we get into, right, the freaks, yeah. right, as right. Gentiles. Yeah, come on now, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, And, and so as, as, as Christianity not, starts going into the Roman Empire yeah, right. where, you know, those right. dudes, those were I mean, freaks, on, dude, man. Man. you know. Uh, I mean, there's a reason they call it Roman orgy. Right. I mean, those people were wild. Yeah, yeah. That's when all of a sudden, yeah. What about homosexuality? Yeah. What about drunkenness? Okay. What oh, okay. about all of these things? Because Jewish people would have been like, "Yeah, that's whack. Right. That's whack." They, right. you know, and and if they did it, I'm not saying there weren't gay Jewish people. Sure, sure. They just, you know, th- yeah. they probably immigrated to somewhere okay. else, went somewhere else where they could, yeah, you know, perform the, their life, their lifestyle of choice somewhere mm. else. Um hmm. You know. It's just, you just got to be so careful. So Jesus is, he's not challenging us to not be conservative in our interpretation of the law. He's, he's challenging us to be liberal with love.
0: Amen. Okay. Because, right. So I have to have, I have to
1: have both of those. Like I have to be liberal when it comes to love, but I can't be so liberal that I say, well, God's law doesn't apply. That's good. And so, you know, um, that's good. So, so like, like if you, if you said, man, I'm, you know, like I'm gay, which Mm -hmm. you're married to a beautiful woman. And I assume that that's real. That's real. It's real. Okay. Praise the Lord. So, um, yeah, you know, like I, 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 I'm gonna love you in that. But if you chose, yeah. you know, to divorce her or, or go off with somebody else, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand on God's law. Yeah. I'm still gonna love you. Right. But I'm not gonna tell you what yeah. you're doing is okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, and so, and so, oftentimes as Christians, you know, we get in, we get in this weird blender of this kind of Christian culture, kind of not. So love is love. Well, the Bible's not opposed to love, but it does talk about what you do with your genitals. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It does. I mean, There's a lot to say with yeah. what you do to your genitals. Right. Yeah. And I think as Christians, sometimes we get duped into the wrong argument. Absolutely. I'm not saying you and I can't love each other. Right. But the Bible does have to say what we do with our genitals. Amen. Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Right. <laughs> I hope you feel safe. No, I do thank you. Thank you. I feel safe with you. <laughs> yeah, but Testament. I think that's
1: a great I think that's a no, great question. It is. I think it's something that I think we all struggle with because there is tension between what you read in the New Testament yes. and what you read in the Old it Testament. It really is. Yeah. Um, but it's different times. Yes, you know, Context. we're all animals unless we become something else. Right. It's like so, when you're when you're, just, I can't believe people acted like this. I can't believe people are ever nice, <laughs> ever. That that's what should you know. People always ask me, well, if God is good, why is there evil? My question is, why is there anything good? Mm-hmm. Anything. I mean, if, if we're all just animals, and I mean, right. I, why is religion, love, you know, concern? Um, like, you ever watch, uh, like, I follow nature as metal okay. on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I watch these, 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 these mothers, right, just pick a baby. Like, all the babies are there. No, can't feed three. I just pick you, picks them up, drops them on the nest, dead. Like, that's nature. That's mother. Mother right. nature is cruel, right, right. harsh, and hates yeah. you. And if you don't believe me, go camping.
0: <laughs> no, thank you.
1: Yeah, right. People love the great outdoors. Right. I'm like, well, my mosquitoes in my house love the indoors. Right, right,
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> They're right. trying to get in. Totally. Man. Right, crazy. right, right, right.
1: Oh my gosh, I no. have a pet peeve for mosquitoes. Like I can't. I got I big Do ears. They. All I hear all night is. They, I can't stand it. Listen to me. For whatever reason, they never touch me. Yeah.
0: They're and intimidated. They light up. They, they aren't. They and they should be intimidated. Yeah. But they light my wife oh, up. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Maybe because uh, you know, they they don't they don't like the sweetness. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just so sweet. <laughs> Praise all glory to God. Okay, uh, let's get to this um, um, question. So uh, here's a question, in the verse in Philippians, when Paul said some uh, were enemies of the cross, right? does that mean that well-meaning moral majority Christians could be enemies of Jesus's work? How can we make sure we are not enemies of God's work?
1: Paul writes this letter to the church in Philippi, and by the way, The church of Philippians is the most political church in the early church. They are a bunch of retired military professionals, right? They salute, that's who the Philippians are. And Paul says, for I have told you often, what does that mean? He's talked about it over and over again. I've told you often, as I've said before, and I say it again, and most of you've read this scripture and never thought about it. He said, I say it with tears in my eyes. That there are many of those who conduct themselves and show they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. They are headed for destruction. They only think about this life here on earth. But we, Paul says, we're not Philippians. We're not Romans. We're not Americans. We're not Democrats. We're not Republicans. We're not independent. We are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ is king. And we eagerly await for him to return as our savior. Some of you are so mad at me because you want church. You want church to root for your political side. You want church to root for you, right? You want me to get on the Trump train or the Biden bus. You want me to choose. God wants you to know that he's got his own mission. He doesn't ride a bus. He's not on a train. He's on a horse. He's on a horse and he's coming for us. Paul says, I need to remind you, I want you to notice here, he's had to say it over and over again, just like I've had to say so many to so many of you, my blogger friends, my Facebook friends, my Twitter friends, you're so caught up in this world, you've forgotten the next world. Listen to me, Paul says to you, to the Christian political activist, he says to you, you might be winning votes, but you may be losing souls. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that, I mean, part of the reason that I, that I try to stay so away from politics yes. is I think it's really easy to get lied to, deceived. Yep. We're actually mm-hmm. going to get into that when we get into the Gibeonites in a couple okay. of chapters. Uh, Joshua gets totally duped, Yeah. totally duped. Yep. And I mean, they, they intentionally deceive him and they're yep. good at it. And that's what politics is. It's why I'm not a fan of propositions. Right. I hate propositions. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, tell you, let me tell you why I hate propositions. Okay. What it means is our politicians suck. Mm. We've elected them mm. to do laws and, and to, to, to give us a functioning government. Yeah. And what propositions say is you guys are really yeah. bad at what you do. So then it's special interest groups. And, right, they all word it so it's confusing. I'm, I'm trying you, not to I'm, go off because that's going to be the Gibeonites in a <laughs> couple of chapters. But it just frustrates right, me to no right, end. Right, and right. Then the next thing you know, we spend $100 billion on yes. a train that goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. Did you know that we have a train in California that goes nowhere? Like $100 billion dollars yeah. because Man, that's not a billion, metaphor. hundreds of millions. Right. I don't think it's a billion. It's a lot of money, Yeah, more money than you and I have. Right. And people are like, oh, that sounds good. And it's just like, you know, I just, I'm not a fan of propositions because I, I think it's so difficult. Um, and oftentimes, mm. you know, here's the problem. Some things that are conservative are not biblical. Mm. Like, conservatism in the South meant segregation mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not biblical mm-hmm. it's just not I right. mean separate separate but equal it, it was not moral and it was not biblical right it, it's just not and but there were con, there were conservative southerners who said well this is the way that we've always lived and mm-hmm. this is how we want life to be and you know it's just abhorrent you know these black people didn't didn't immigrate here you guys, brought them over here and purchased them, and now they're here, and then you're going to segregate them to a specific way of life and not give them opportunities? That's evil, and that's awful. But it was a conservative way of life. Wait for it. Pushed by Democrats. Hmm. Go figure. No, that's right. So most people don't know this, that within both parties, for most of the 20th century, there were conservative and progressives in both parties. So if you were a progressive Republican, you were what's called a, uh, who's the super rich guy? The Ro- Roosevelt, you were a Rooseveltian, Rockefeller. yeah, Rockefeller, Rockefellerian. Thank you, Rockefellerian Republican. Yeah. So you were you were very very uh, progressive in terms of things moving forward, but you, you you know you wanted financial restraints. Yeah. And then there were conservative Republicans, uh, and again, you got to remember, you got to build coalitions to win. Um, to, to win elections. And JFK was very popular, and the Republicans panicked. And I think that they placated to some conservative ideas mm, that mm-hmm, were ugly. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in the 60s and that's why you know there's a big switch you know i told you that the first 23 yep. uh, black people elected to congress were all republicans All republicans. every they single were. one of them they M- were. one of my favorite most unknown black conservative is frederick Douglass. it breaks Come my on. heart that nobody knows who he is and I, thank um, you. you know frederick Say Douglass is <laughs> one of the most incredible he <laughs> actually actually came out of slavery like yes. people talk yes. about yes. what that was he I'm that's where it, he came from yes. and just an incredible brilliant yes. person yes. Um, and you know, there's a lot of history that young people don't know. So the North won the Civil War, but lost the battle. And it was just you know, the policies going forward. America went through a real depression in the 1880s mm-hmm. economically. And in order to avert another Civil War, the North pulled out of the South. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, Republicanism just just died in the yeah. South. Um, you know, and so, so you know, parties change. I mean, you look at like Candace Owens, you you look at a lot of, of these outspoken Thomas mm-hmm. Sow, mm-hmm. um, who's the Supreme Court Justice, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. So you, you look at a lot of these individuals and you just gotta know parties switch and change and they change platforms. And, yeah. um, and so, you know, sometimes I think there are seasons where Republicans are right. I think there are seasons where Democrats are right. Um, you know, JFK was right to say, look, we've gotta move forward as a nation. Uh, and you gotta know JFK, risked it all because Democrats were primarily the problem moving civil rights forward. You need to know that um, and he went against his own party mm-hmm. and he said we're going to change this, which is why like strong Thurmond, a lifelong mm-hmm. racist mm-hmm. you know in mm-hmm. in uh, you know uh, Congress, I think he was the governor of either South Carolina or North Carolina ran for president. thank God he lost um, just an awful person. You know, George Bush uh, Jr. took a picture with him. Like, what, what are you doing? Oh, wow. You know, but then Obama takes a picture with Louis Farrakhan. Like, I, I just, right, yeah. I mean, there's hate. There's enough hatred to go yeah, around. Sure. But, yep. you know, the, a lot of those racist Democrats switched over to the Republican side because they felt betrayed by JFK. And um, and so there's just, you, you just got to know this whole thing is a convoluted mess. And that's why as Christians, I think it's important That we're not democrat or republican but we look at issues um you know i love it when i see this bumper sticker i'm pro-life and i vote Hmm. so whether you're Hmm. a democrat or republican by the way Hmm. 40 percent of registered democrats are pro-life it's a huge problem for the democratic party huge because a lot of catholics uh, a a lot of christians methodists right they care about babies yeah right right but they tend to be more on on the liberal spectrum in terms of social programs and stuff like that so um You know, I think there's a there's a lot of issues and we need to go line by by line issues and we got to be really, really careful. I actually don't believe that Donald Trump is a conservative. I just don't. Uh, I think that's why there's a lot of never Trumpers. I think he's a populist that's just what I think that he is I mean he was a lifelong Democrat yes, and he's yep. pulled a switch sure uh, you know a lot of these issues like illegal immigration build the wall man that's what Bill Clinton said that's yeah. what Barack Obama right. said mm. and that's part of my frustrating mm. thing Come as on. soon as the other team I'm says something you, different you switch you jump. and you know illegal immigration is a problem for unskilled low-wage earners and a lot of those are non-white people and so it matters mm. you know if I can pay you under the table four bucks an hour but I got to pay this person, yeah. you know, ten or twelve bucks an hour. I mean, I hope that nope. you're going to do the right sure. thing. Right. The bottom line is, you all stop at Home Depot. Yeah. So right, right. and, and right. you pick up right. somebody, and you're like, well, and you make all kinds of excuses for it. But economically, there are consequences mm-hmm. to that. And, and what that means is, low-skilled workers who couldn't go to college, something happened. Uh, maybe they committed a crime. Uh, it's really hard to get hired as a felon, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of things sure, that happen, sure. and so then those people can't work, and they lose hope, and you know it's, it's a real challenge. And so here's what I would say is I think, uh, conservatives look at one side of the coin oftentimes and liberals look at the other side. And what I've realized is sometimes, you know, both sides are saying some truth, right? but sometimes both sides are saying some lies. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think <laughs> that what we want to do is we want to rush to oversimplification of yeah. issues. And, you know, we want to deal with this according to how we feel. Um, and we need to be really, really careful. So yeah, I got to be honest with you. I mean, there are right-wing, moral-majority Republicans I just don't like. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten off the phone with them a couple times, and I've looked right at our team, and I'm like, I am not working with that yeah. dude. Uh, you know, and then there are then there are Democrats that I disagree with on a lot of issues, but, you know, some of them grew up in church. Yeah. You know, some of them, something happened, they got hurt, and, and they drifted mm-hmm. away, but they still have a special place in their heart for for what I'm about and and I can work with them because they're not jerks yeah we we might disagree on policy right and and oftentimes that's where I feel like I'm torn I'm like okay I might agree with you on policy but personality wise I'm like I don't like you and then someone over here I'm like yeah I don't I we have some real disagreements on policy but Mm -hmm. personality wise you're not going to just offend and run over people and so I'm going to work with you and say hey look you know throw me a bone here's my issue why does personality matter likeability is a huge issue. Yeah, okay. Um, listen to me, guys, the gospel is offensive enough, yes, right? You're a terrible, no good sinner, and you're going to hell unless you repent of your sins and follow Jesus. Do I need to be any more offensive than that? Right. Like, I feel like we're good right, right, right. on the offense. God is saying <laughs> well. you, you are offensive. Your yeah. life is offensive. Yeah. Um, and, and right. We all can, well, I'm not that bad. Well, God says that you're that bad. You are. And, and, and there's a problem there and, and you want to you know, judge yourself compared to everybody else. God's looking at you, and yeah. He's comparing you to yeah. Jesus, yeah. and so we have to be likable. And you know, people, a lot of people don't like my humor. They don't like my approach. If I can't get you to listen, yeah, Romans ten says, "How can they be saved unless they hear?" Mm. Amen. If if the first thing out of my mouth is so offensive, and sometimes it is, sure. right? right? I mean, okay. I, I'm not perfect on this. I, <laughs> you know, people say, "Well, I don't agree with what Trump says." I don't agree with what I say sometimes. Right. I'm
0: like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> you know, I got to
1: I got to restate right, that. Right. 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 Um, which is, by the way, yeah. I hate it when uh, you know, when, when you know, Donald Trump is accused of saying there were good people on both sides. It is offensive to me that some of you say, well, he's saying that there are good neo-Nazis. Donald Trump's daughter is Jewish. Okay, For him to be on the side of white supremacist neo-Nazis, Nazis hate Jews. It's just stupid. That's not what he said. He didn't say it very well. Right. He didn't say it very well. Right. But there were multiple groups of people, and it drives me crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that Kamala Harris was allowed to say that in a debate. It should not be said. It should be ended. He said, and I'm not saying, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis. He clarified. He didn't say it well. And you got to know, he's being agitated. The Trump's pressing on him, and he's trying to communicate a thought. What he meant was, there are people in the South who think some statues of, of their Civil War heroes should stay up, and other people think they should come down. There's good people on both sides. Then we had on the left, Antifa, not good people. No. And then on the right, we had neo-Nazis, uh, white supremacist fashion, not good people, no. right? Those aren't good people. But and if you're a Republican, you're like, yeah, amen, praise God. Well, we do the same thing with Biden. Yeah. You know, Biden misspeaks. He's a 78 year old man. He said, se- God forbid you guys treat me that way right. when I'm 78 <laughs> years old. Like, okay, we need to be respectful. Yeah, we don't sure. need to put him down and make fun of every time he misspeaks. I think you, you want to know, you know, why our political system is the way it is, because we eviscerate good yeah, people. Yes, we eviscerate yes, them. We and do. it's that's disgusting. Yeah. You know, somebody said, well, why don't you run for politics? Why would I ever do that to my family?
0: Yeah. Yeah, my man.
1: I mean, yeah. you know, uh, if you're a Democrat and you're mad that, that, we, that the Republicans nominated Trump, well, look what they did to uh, what's some Mormon guy's name. Uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Yeah. That guy's an Eagle Scout schoolboy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You guys destroyed yeah. him.
0: Yeah. It's I true. Mean,
1: my gosh. Yeah. He gave somebody a bad haircut in high school. Yeah. Like when you got to go that far, you want to go back to high school. I don't right. want to go back on, to high no. school. Come on. I mean, right. I don't want to yeah. go back to college. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, I did some stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 I yeah. said some stupid yeah. things and, and we have yeah. to learn to, to be, be to, to, be grace filled. Okay. What, when Donald Trump offends you, what maybe did he mean? when, when Joe Biden offends you or, 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 sounds old or out, what maybe did he mean? Okay. And we need to give grace. And, and typically like when people are mad at me, they run to what they're afraid I'm saying.
0: Mm.
1: Not to what I said. Interesting. That's not what I said. Yeah, That's not what I said. And so, um, you know, and I think as Christians, we get, we get pitted against each other and, and we have to, we have to stay focused on issues, not parties. Both parties use us. Yeah. Okay. I Both. think white, Republicans are used by the Republican Party, and I think blacks are used by the Democrats. We're both being used, and we have to say, okay, are things getting better? Yeah. Are things so, getting better? Um, like, if you live in California and you're happy with the homelessness rate, you're happy with, you know, man. people leaving like it's the, the book of Exodus, yeah. right? That's not Donald Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. We, we have to, you know, Democrats hold 86 percent of the seats in our state. Yeah, I mean, that's a so what, right. what are you going to do there? Yeah. Um, on the same token, you know, you know, on national issues, COVID response like Trump has to be held accountable for what he did. And those sure. things that are national level issues, we, we have to be willing to say, look, right. I'm going to I'm going to look at policies and I'm going to look at what they did and I'm going to criticize them for what they did. And I'm not going to cheer for my side. And that's the part. You know, I'm a sports fan, and I can't stand it. You know, when you, you, you play for another team, you're a bum. Then you play for my team, and you're a hero. Yeah, right. And it's like, and come that's on. how I think we are. Constantly picking sides. The left loved Donald Trump yeah. when he was a Democrat. Right, yeah. He was at Hillary Clinton's uh, daughter's yeah, wedding. That's true. He made the, did you make the list? No. <laughs> I didn't make the list. <laughs> right. He was at her wedding. Right. And she just, oh, I'm appalled by him. Oh, come on. Right. You know, you weren't appalled by Jeffrey Epstein. Right. Everybody knew that guy was, you know, frolicking Man. with teenagers. It's yeah. like, come on, we've got to learn. Look, politics is a dirty business. Yeah. It really is. And I think the honest politicians talk about how hard it is to say yeah. true. It's why if you're a Democrat, I think Tulsi Gabbard is so important. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Tulsi Gabbard. And if you're a Republican, you need to care about the other side and vice versa. If you're a Democrat, you, you need to not, treat Republicans as evil, because about every eight years, you're going to get a Republican leader. We kind of flip-flop historically. We go back and forth. That's true. We that's just true. do. That's true. And yeah. That's so, true. you know, when you're demonizing yeah. the other side, often what happens is the bottom of the barrel rises to the top. Uh, in my opinion, that's Joe, true, Joe Biden was not remotely Man, the best candidate speak
0: on this yeah I'm totally totally true brother
1: yeah and so we, we got to understand that that w- you know we're going to have a left wing yeah. and we're going to have a right wing yeah. every now and then they're going to be in charge right. we have to have people on both sides that do the right thing for everybody and I, I think that's really important and so that's why you know we have to choose issues so i talk forever uh, on that one no that's, no, go that's ahead. good you want
0: I actually i wanted to uh bring up a question from ed but this is based upon <clears throat> um so phil visher Creator of, because uh, you you just talked about this a little bit. Um, uh, you talked about this a little bit, but um, Phil Vischer, uh, creator of um, VeggieTales, okay, um, came out with a video asking the question uh, and then explaining why white Christians vote Republican hmm. and why Black Christians vote Democrat. Right. And so we're gonna we're gonna make sure we um, link that video in the show notes. But Ed says, I wonder if liberals listen to that message and take it differently than I do. Do they feel like their position is on God's side? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like mine is. Yeah. And so um, just kind of in that vein. Yeah, um,
1: actually, Ed is a radio host. Okay, okay. Yeah, like this guy has oh, big okay. influence. He's a conservative radio Didn't talk show host. Okay. And he goes to our church. And, you know, I think sometimes my my choosing to try to be balanced obviously yeah. I mean he's, he's he's on the political spectrum you know he's, he's right. on the right I sure. would say he's really clearly on the right okay. Okay. And, and and feels good about that and and, and and Ed thank you for submitting that question yeah, Ed is open good. to my challenges okay. and when I push back and I ask him not just to think about a Republican mindset but a, but a biblical mindset good. and and sometimes right they're the same and yeah, sometimes sure, they're sure. they're not um, what I would say Ed is is I think that we all listen to that message and assume <laughs> God's on our side. Mm. I I just do. I think I don't. I don't think we listen. Here's what you need to know, Ed. The vast majority of you know Sandalites, that's sure. what we call ourselves, sure. right yeah. next to the Hittites. Right. You know, <laughs> if statistics are true, most people that go to sandals are going to vote for Donald Trump. They're Republican, unless they're non-white. I mean, mm-hmm. what did you say? Ninety. Ninety-five. I think Ninety-five percent of conservative. 90, yeah, ninety-six. It's like ninety-something percent yeah. of conservative, black Christians. Okay right? Vote Democrat. And I think it's 81% of conservative white Christians vote Republican. We agree theologically. Man. So, but we see the political process differently. And so, you know, when you think about conservatism and, and I think, I think some things need to be conserved. I'm not, I don't hate America. I love America. I don't think everything about America is terrible. Not everything about America is good. Right. Um, you know, particularly what's happened to black people historically in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really bad things have happened mm-hmm. and set them backwards. Yep. And so, you know, um, I don't know that I always agree with liberals on... on um, where I would disagree on liberals is not on their heart to help. What I, where I disagree is, did it help? We need to evaluate. And if it didn't work, let's okay. do something else. Okay. I feel like right. we, okay. we're great at starting programs. Yep. I don't think that we evaluate programs right. very well. Because if they don't work, let's not do it in yep. doing something yep. else. Yep. Um, and there's a lot of black people in poverty today. Yeah. So what yeah, we're doing, yeah, the 22 trillion dollars that we've spent, yeah. you know, uh, LBJ's war mm-hmm. on poverty, mm-hmm. did it work? I, I don't, I don't, feel, I don't feel like we have good results. So let's look at those yeah. things, and and I think That's that good. we need to we need to have a fair and balanced conversation. But right now, the right and the left don't speak to each other. No. Um, you know, uh, I mean, right, what four years ago, Barack Obama says it's the job of the president of the United States to nominate. A Supreme Court justice is what the Constitution says. I'm just doing what the Constitution says. Yeah. Four years later, Trump's doing the same thing. Democrats feel like it's unconstitutional. Uh-huh. It's like, guys, we're hyper-political. Yeah, sure. Just do what the dumb thing said. The yeah. Constitution That not I got the dumb you. thing. No, that was, no, right, right. That was s- something that I said that you shouldn't say. Yeah. I respect the Constitution. So that's what I would say. And here's what I would say, is Ed, is I think that we look at issues from our perspective and... Um, I have to. I have to consider that my whiteness plays into that, Mm. um, because it does. I. I mean, I don't think it's unconscious bias. I think I'm aware of my bias. Yeah. I I think I am. Um, You know, I think that it's tough. It's it's tough to be a white person right now in this climate. Uh, I see it in my son, who's 17 years old, and you know, it's 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 really really negative towards being a young male. Yeah. Christian who's white it's tough and so I see that in him and I try to I try to balance him because I don't want him to you know go off the deep end and I try to encourage him in that way but I understand what he's feeling but I also understand you know I grew up in heavily black neighborhoods I I saw with the experience I remember getting pulled over and my black friends got searched and I didn't
0: yeah
1: right that that, that, I mean that happened I mean that really happened um Hmm. Hmm. So I, I saw that firsthand, you know, going out on a Friday night and everybody nominates me to drive. <laughs> OK, well, why is that? I mean, yeah. those things happen. I mean, sure. uh, Senator Scott from North Carolina, who I think is brilliant, a brilliant black man uh, who is one of, I think, the second. I mean, there's not very many black senators, right? No. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a uh, I'm not a poli sci professor, but talks about how many times he's been pulled over in D.C., that's a problem. Senator, uh, wow. Police brutality historically been a terrible thing. Um, so I understand how yeah, right. black people feel. I also feel for cops right now. I mean, I just, you know, I was actually inspired by you when you told me when you see a police yes. officer, you say thank you. I All started doing it. Yep. And you know what I noticed as soon as I said, as soon as I begin to make a comment, I, I've noticed this. Mm-hmm. And I'm a white guy. Yeah. So I can't imagine, you know, what they go through on a daily basis. It, but it's, as I
0: said, it means more. I yeah. Think it means oh. more as a black person, every single police officer that I see, I intentionally go up to them and say, thank you so much, thank you so much for what you do, I appreciate everything you're doing, thank you so much for protecting us, thank you so much for doing all that you're doing. And they are like, they're first like, oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I feel like just as followers of Jesus Christ, that's what we're supposed to be doing. As a black person, I feel like that's what
1: we should be doing. Yeah, amen. To police officers regardless, <laughs> but then, yeah. So. Yeah, so here's what I would say to Ed, and I I actually spoke with him on the phone saying thank you Ed for being brave emphasis in this question, and I differentiate between conservative liberal and leftist. Mm, mm. So I I don't think it's a conservative liberal issue, I think the issue is we've raised a generation of young people who hate America, hate capitalism, think there's nothing good about us, and truly believe that the answer is socialist, communist, Mm. that has worked nowhere. That's the problem. Liberals and conservatives need to stand together and say, look, leftism never works. The first thing that leftists do in China, Vietnam, Venezuela, uh, Mm. uh, Cuba, everywhere, the first thing they do is eliminate God. Mm. They have a terrible Mm. track record. Capitalism has a terrible track record. America has a terrible track record. We are schoolboys compared to communism. Man, man. Okay, so like all of our students, we learn what we did to blacks, we learned what we did to American Indians, we learned what we did to the Japanese, right? But they learn nothing about what Russia did to the Ukrainians, to their own people, to their own minorities. We learn nothing about what Mao did to his own people, 60 million people. So Mao, Hitler, and um, who am I forgetting? Stalin killed more people than any dictator in the history of the world in the last century in the name of communism, socialism. And oh, by the way, Hitler's a socialist. Nazis are the national socialists That's of right. Germany. That's right. And you forget that. That's right. And so what he says is, I'm not like the communists. And the communists are saying, I'm not I'm like not the socialists. Socialist. And they kill everybody. <laughs> and so we just have to understand that. And so liberals, liberals, I love you. You have to stand up. You know, I I don't think that, uh, you know, right-wing Nazi, neo-Nazis, I don't think those people are a problem. There are so few of those. I think ev- I everybody is like, yeah, you're whack. The left wing is growing in power, and young people hate America, and young people think what we need to do is steal from people. Listen to me. Once the stealing starts, it doesn't end. Mm. And if you don't believe me, go on vacation to Venezuela. Venezuela. Venezuela is one of the wealthiest countries in the Southern Hemisphere. It's a total disaster. And so leftism never works. Why is California burning to the ground? Leftism. Because we have these religious environmentalists, who, right, let me just say this. Dude, I'm going to go, I'm gonna, Ed, I'm going to jump off the deep end, and he's going to be amening. <laughs> Here's where I agree with the right. Look, I believe in global warming. The, the, the temperature is changing. I think that the, that the evidence is in. CO2 emissions are contributing to this, okay? But let me just say this. If we all ride bicycles, we all ride bicycles. Nobody powers a gas engine for the next 50 years in California. What do you think happens every August for the next 50 years? It burns, it burns. to the ground unless... Like the Bible says, when God places Adam and Eve in the garden before the fall, he says two words, you must work it tend to, yeah. and keep it. Keep it. That's right. If you don't work and keep the earth, it burns. Interesting. Wilderness in the Bible, listen to me, environmentalist wacko. Wilderness <laughs> in the Bible is never a good term. Interesting. Mother Earth, what do they worship? Wilderness. Wow. Yeah. The Bible says that's evil. It's scary. Hmm. It's terrible. And and here's the thing, you know, you got Greta Thunberg who just condemns what's happening in Brazil. Let me ask you, everybody, everybody who's woke, what does France look like? What does Germany look like? What does England look like compared to a thousand years ago? They deforested it. But we're going to tell starving people in Nicaragua, Honduras, the Congo, in Brazil, you don't have the right to eat. You don't have the right to be safe. You don't have the right to emerge. And listen to me, a lot of you leftists, you're colonialists. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're not enslaving the people with weapons. You're enslaving them with ideas. And people in those countries deserve the right to dictate their own future. They deserve the right to not watch their children die, to not starve, to mm-hmm. not... I mean, do you know how many people die because they don't have clean drinking water? And here's the um, thing. Totally Capitalism not. changes that. Yeah. There's, the verdict is out. Capitalism has raised more people out of poverty than any other mechanism in the history of the world. Now, does it have its evils? Yes. Sure. I am concerned about Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. I am concerned wow, yes. about uh Bill <laughs> Gates. I'm concerned about this incredible wealth that's occurring in our country while people are starving. Yeah, but we yeah. don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and I certainly certainly listen to me if you're pro-choice. You don't want the government telling you what to do with your body. Historically, communists, socialists they tell us what to do with all of our bodies. It concerns me. A a power, an all-powerful government with no checks and balances, a centralized government is very, very scary. The difference between America and China, America and Russia, America and Venezuela is that we have separate branches of governments, and praise God, Ed, we have a two-party system. Mm -hmm. Do you know what China has? One-party system. system. Do you know what Russia has? One-party system. Do you know what Venezuela has? One-party system. Oh, wait for it. What does California have? One-party system. It's not good. It's not good, because you need the other party looking over your shoulder, making sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. Man, Democrats give Trump everything he deserves and more, but we got to do it on the other side. The other side's got to get it you can't fall in love with one side you got to understand listen to me there are evil people on both sides yeah, there is even if i agree with policies on one side yep, sure we will be manipulated and used by evil right. people, people who preach to the choir yep. and get your money yeah. and become very wealthy yeah. and powerful and hmm. and you know there are problems like if you look at your district and you're in san Bernardino, you're in la Man, you're in Rialto, you're in Reno Valley, and your congressman lives in a, or woman lives in a $10 million house? Come on, man. What are you doing? Come on, man. What are you doing? Let me tell you something. A lot of you are so concerned about Donald Trump's wealth. Whatever. What about the people who go into politics broke and come out rich? What about those people?
0: The majority of them.
1: Because they sold their soul and they sold you out. And so here's the thing that we have to do. And again, I don't think Trump's a conservative, which is why, I mean, he, he does some conservative things. I think he's a populist. Hmm. If we don't deal with China, San Bernardino's not coming back. Rialta's not coming back. Merino Valley's not coming back. We have to bring back manufacturing. Obama, George Bush, Bill Clinton, George Bush Sr., all said that stuff's a myth. We can all go to college and push paper. You know what Saudi Arabia's figured out? Doesn't work. Why is Saudi Arabia entering into peace deals with Israel? because you can't just sell oil and push paper. You actually have to have a real economy. You have to make things. And one of the things historically is people who couldn't go to, couldn't go to college, couldn't you know, do whatever, they could go get a great job. Yeah. And typically when the economy dips, which it has since mm-hmm. the 1990s, mm-hmm. since NAFTA, mm-hmm. guess who is the most adversely affected? Black people. Right. The black poverty rate is always about double the white poverty rate, oh, which, yep. which is terrible. But what that means is when it's hard on all of us, it's doubly hard on black people. It's terrible. It's awful. And we need to deal with that. And we need to support, whether you you like Donald Trump or not, right? We need to support. We got to deal with China. And I know you love shopping at the dollar store, (laughs) but that doesn't produce jobs and that doesn't create Mm. wealth. If you come to Sandals Church, Hunter Park, I want you to look up. You seen those steel beams? Mm. I wanted to buy those in America. I could not. We had to spend, as a church, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I had to write a check to a steel company in China. We used to have Kaiser Steel for years in San Bernardino, and it's gone. So if you're a conservative, listen to me, free trade sold out the working class men and women of San Bernardino, and that's shame on you, shame on you. But if you're a Democrat, regulation, 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 regulation. It destroys jobs and it drives me crazy. And so, you know, I'm going off on a tangent here, but if you're a Democrat, you know that it's immoral, all the paperwork that somebody has to fill out to get help, it's terrible. Especially when you're a low wage worker, maybe you can't read, maybe you can't write, right? Maybe you're intimidated by the process. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. It should be very easy to get aid. And if you're a Democrat, you better be saying amen. Mm -hmm. But now I'm coming for you. Mm If regulation and paperwork is bad for poor people, it's also bad for rich people. Yeah. It's also bad for people of industry. It's also bad for um, small businesses. Yeah. And let me tell you why people are leaving California. Regulation, regulation, sure. regulation. Dude, one of our churches had to pay money for Indians to come out and chant on their land. Yeah, wow. And uh, American Indians, I love you. I am not yeah, for sure. what's happened to you. Of course. But we yeah. don't fix what we did to you by jacking up somebody else. We don't do that this parking lot right, right, right next door, we had to go through 49 different government agencies, none of which are in the same building, to get a parking lot, to get a parking lot. Yeah. There's a reason Elon Musk is leaving California. Right. Those are high paying Interesting. jobs, hmm. high paying jobs. There's a reason Boeing is leaving Seattle Yep. and it's, it's going fair. to North Carolina. Let me tell you something, guys. As your pastor, I travel, I travel. You go to South Dakota, you go to Colorado, you go to Mississippi, you go to Texas. It's booming, it's booming. And we're dying here. Regulation, 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 regulation. So we've got to figure out. Look, I, I want clean air, don't you? Amen. I want clean water, Amen. who doesn't? Yeah. But we've got to figure out a way to do that. And it's one of the things that I, I just disagree passionately with Kamala Harris. I do not think we should be in the Paris Climate Accord. I, I, I think it costs too much money and, and it won't fix the problem. And so I just differ on that. And, I, and, and, and the reason for that is poor working people. It will affect them the most. And, you know, as our state, like if you want clean air, you, you want CO2 levels to come down. Let me ask you this. Why hasn't the state of California built, built a nuclear power plant? Guess how much CO2 emissions a nuclear power plant emits? Zero. Zero. Wow. And you're like, wow. And you, and you point to something wow. made in the 50s. Well, well is your car from the 50s? I mean maybe if you're rich. Right yeah. <laughs> My car ain't from the 50s. No. Cars have changed, nuclear power plants have changed. We can build these things in a safe way. Yeah, yeah. You know another reason, you know, we have yeah. all these forest fires. We're not upgrading our power grid yeah. system cuz we're spending it on on solar and wind. It's not very efficient means of bringing in electricity and we have to have you know, just reasonable conversations about this. I want clean energy, I want clean water, but I also want you to be able to have a job and provide for your family. Mm. And we have to help minorities and poor people climb the economic ladder Mm. and giving them $200,000 in school debt, I don't think is an effective model. It just isn't. And so if you're Donald Trump, and he ain't listening, but if you're Donald Trump, you got to do something about that. We got young people that have all this debt and they can't get jobs. Yeah, right. And so I don't think that free education is it, but I don't think what we're doing is it. And we gotta sit down left and right and figure out something to help young people move forward. And by the way, if you're a young person and you're worried about the rising cost of housing, it's regulation, regulation, mm-hmm. regulation. You know my parents live right next door? Right, yeah. They got a new house. I walked in their house, they have sprinklers in their house. Oh, right. Do you know how much sprinklers cost? $3,800 per house, per new home. And I'm betting, I'm betting somebody paid off some diplomat in Sacramento, gave to his campaign, gave to her campaign to include that in a law out of safety concerns. And they pay that. And now all of a sudden, every new house has to have sprinklers, which increases the cost Mm -hmm. of the house. You go, well, safety first. Then we all need to live in a bubble, like a really expensive bubble. It, it, you just need to know everything you do just adds and adds and adds and adds and there's all these background back you know door deals and all of this stuff and and, and left and right it's corrupt hmm. and it's a problem yeah. and um, we we need to encourage and say look uh, you know um, we can have reasonable rational conversations about healthcare. We can have conversations about, you know, uh, equality, LGBTQ rights. Look, if you're gay, I don't I don't want to go back to our draconian measures and the way that we treated you. I just didn't think the definition right. of marriage needed to change. Yeah. Okay? Amen. I don't want to tell you how to live, and I don't think we did the right thing by going Come the on, other way. I think sure. the Supreme Court should have said, we're going to step out of this because yeah. it's highly religious. And then instead they stepped right, right into on. it. They did the exact wrong thing. Yeah. And... The left and the right, they both choose when they want the court to intervene and it drives me crazy. You know, that's why I lean more conservative, not because, you know, I'm a Trump supporter and whatever. It's because no. I want the government out of my life. I don't want the government in my life. And you might be different, but we can both love Jesus. Yes. We can both love Jesus and we can talk about how to fix these things and we can disagree a little bit in a rational, reasonable way. And I don't need to be evil or Hitler. Man. Man. And sometimes, can I be honest? I just, I don't know. Like I, I, don't know. Getting the truth and getting the facts is like so hard. If you watch Fox News and then CNN, it's like you live in two different countries. Yeah, totally. I, I'm like, I'm like, what is this? Right. And you're trying to figure out what's what and what's true. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we all have to be careful that we're not used. And again, we go back to what does democracy do? Stokes fears. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know they're gonna take your Social Security. Have they ever done that? No. They're not doing that. this political suicide or they're going to do this or they're going to do that. Or, you know, um, you know, and that's one of the things that makes breaks my heart with what Amy Com- Comer Barrett is going through here. She is a woman. Mm-hmm. She's a mom of seven. Mm-hmm. She's worked hard from mm-hmm. what everybody says left and right. She's clearly brilliant mm-hmm. and she's being attacked. Yeah. And it's like, what for? Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't, you don't agree with her policies. Okay. But don't attack her. Yeah. Don't attack her faith. Don't attack these things. And, um, you know, everything's politicized rather than saying, is she going to look at the Constitution and be, you know, objective? It's how are you going to rule on this? And it becomes, you know, this this kicking ball. So, so Ed, you know, I think, you know, obviously as a conservative, I lean right on a lot of moral issues, but I also understand how you know, uh, especially some of my black uh, pastor friends who are moral conservatives lean left Mm -hmm. because they feel like they're more heard. They're invited. They have a seat at the table. Their opinion matters. And, um, you know, they lean that way. But I will say, Ed, that's changing. That's changing uh, specifically because Trump did three things. Uh, Number one, he funded historical black colleges forever. Mm -hmm. So that's never happened. Number two, he's rectified the Republican and Democratic bill signed into law by Bill Clinton that incarcerated so many black people. It's just Hmm. It's, it's, it's literally draconian. I love using that word. Draconian. I feel so smart. You're draconian. Right. draconian. Oh, we should be on PBS. You're I
0: draconian. draconian.
1: I don't have your, draconian. No, draconian. Um, <laughs> sorry. If you don't know what that means, look it up. Um, <laughs> you know, these, these draconian measures yes. that really differentiated between cocaine and crack. Mm-hmm. What is, what is crack? Uh, poor person, typically minority
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, drug usage. What is cocaine? Rich people usage. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so that's that's terrible and so we, we have to deal with that and, and move forward in a, in a bipartisan way i i think we need to learn ed to esteem bipartisanship how do we how do we move the ball forward and i'm not saying sell out yeah i'm not saying sell out to your convictions but if we've learned anything as americans we're divided in the way that we see things view things yeah. and experience things left right black white male female and and you know i don't know about you but with my wife, sometimes we'll see the same event, and we see it, we see it yeah, completely totally, differently. Right, yep, yeah, totally. We're in the same house, and we and yep. we claim, I mean, I hope it's real, yep. <laughs> that we yep. love each other right, more than anybody sure. else, right, and we right. see things that are different. Mm-hmm. And even disagreeing with my wife is difficult. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I have to say, yeah. I think it's okay that we disagree. Mm-hmm. And that's very unsettling to her, but sure. I'm a highly opinionated person, yeah, okay. so it's very normal to yeah, me. Right, right. But to her, it feels like we're coming against. Okay. And I think if we're not careful, that's okay. what's happening yeah. is... Ed, we don't just disagree, you're evil, I'm good. This is a fight between good That's and evil. Good. And just so you know, I hear that on both sides. Yeah, right. Like if you're if you're a democrat, like Donald Trump's the worst president, you know, in the history of our country. And and if you're a republican, you're like, "Oh my gosh, I mean, cuz Biden said that, right? That he's right. the worst. Well, if you're a liberal leftist democrat, he is." Yeah. And I'm not making a moral judgment. I'm just saying He's, he's doing things that are the opposite of what you want done. And the same right. way, yeah. people thought Obama, Obama if you're was, on the right, was yeah, the, the, worst, the worst, president worst president in our history. Right. Well, he is if you're a conservative <laughs> right. Republican. Yeah. And it's not personality, it's policy. Yeah. And, and we got to learn to do that. And yeah, so I good. would encourage you to say it's this. Good. If you're a Christian, don't yeah. say things like, I hate Donald Trump. Say things like, I don't like this policy. I don't like yeah, it's good. the way that he communicated this. I, I say that. And I and I try to find ways to support the president just like I did Obama. Mm-hmm. There are things that he does where I'm like, oh jeez. Yeah. You know, but I, I you know, but there's things that I do. I mean, I, if I watch this video, I'm gonna be like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like when I mean, we were like draconian, like right. that sounded so cool. <laughs> right. And then I'm gonna watch this. Cool. It's like yeah, you right. guys were idiots, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, me more than I you. Know, right? <laughs> but cool. you know, we 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 get to yeah. sit back and and in our in our chairs, like we watch sports, yelling bum. You know, it's like, c- come on, like, we have no idea what it's like. You know, so many people are critical of me of, of how I handled Sandals Church in the COVID crisis. Hmm. You know, I can't believe I think Donald Trump has like 46 percent approval rating in how he handled the crisis. I'm surprised it's that high. Yeah, right, right, right. I, sure. I mean, I don't want to take a vote of how Sandals Church thinks I handled the COVID crisis because I'm too delicate. Right. You sure. know, <laughs> I, I I think that you know that's a challenge and. You know, we have people that think, you know, everybody should be in masks and in a bubble. And then we have other people like, you know, it's a leftist conspiracy, you know, and you're like, good God, (laughs) you know. And that's why I'm trying to get you to think about God, because, Ed, and I love you, if you stay too much left, right, you're going to go crazy. Yeah. but if you stay focused on God, I think you're going to be steady. Yeah, and what I want to do is encourage people to be steady. That was like the longest but that, rant ever. Listen to me,
0: listen to me, Pastor Matt. It was good. And that's why we love you, seriously, because yeah. to, to hear from your mind, and we know it's also, it's not just from your mind, it's from your pastoral heart, it's from yeah. your research, um, all of that plays into used to, you know, you're a poli-sci major, you've been a pastor for over 20 years, so that is why we do yeah. this, or that's why we're here at The Debrief. Thank you, brother. So, man, thank you, thank you guys so much for tuning in. To that's,
1: the all today? Uh, that's all we had today.
0: That's all we had. Trust me, there there are other ones wow. coming. We have questions coming in. Um, actually, on that, if you have questions, uh, more so when it talks about, you know, more so when it comes to politics, um, the election, um, all this stuff going on, and what the scripture says yeah. about it please go to move.sc slash ask and ask away. We want to get to your questions. There were other questions today we didn't get to. But yeah, because we'll I get talked him. too long. That's what that's you're saying. That's okay, that's okay. Yeah. But maybe we'll get to them next week. Thanks so much for joining us on The Debrief with Pastor Matt. Be sure, hey guys, tune in next time. And not only that, this series election is so good. Yeah. Make sure you find your way to our dot uh, our, our uh, sandalschurch.tv or YouTube or Facebook. Every single weekend, we are putting out these services. Is, mm-hmm. So make sure you go find them and listen to them, and we'll see you back
1: here on yeah. the debrief. Amen. Thank you, guys. guys.